Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, hello to a roaring good time. This is Ace American Council of Blind Lions, and welcome to our luncheon and program this afternoon. Um, we have about 15 of us here in the room in Omaha this afternoon, and um, um, we also wel- we welcome all of you, as well as those of you listening on Zoom, as well as on ACB Media 2 this afternoon. So thanks so much for <clears throat> joining us. Um, we have a lot to pack in in the next hour and 15 minutes, so I'm going to get started right away here. Um, <clears throat> this is our reverse club visit. And this year, we have three Lions joining us from three different Omaha Area Lions clubs. I'd like to thank Lion Crystal Platt for her assistance in lining these folks up. Uh, Lion Crystal, unfortunately, is not able to be live with us today. She uh, uh, fell ill and is, uh, I believe, listening at home. So I hope, Lion Crystal, we hope you feel better real soon. Um, Before we get started... Um, as long as everybody's here, if you like what you hear this afternoon and uh, at our other program, which I'll mention in a little bit, um, you can become a member of ACB Lions. If you are a lion or interested in lionism, uh, dues are $15 per year. And you can contact um, our lion treasurer, Adam Rushevel, um, at uh, uh, 502-897-1472, and uh, they can get you all hooked up. Uh, as a dues-paying member. Love to have you. Well, this afternoon, we are pleased to have three Lions joining us. Um, uh, Nancy Fleurel is to my right, uh, your left in the room, from the Omaha West Side Lions Club. Lion Janice Fulmer is to my left, your right in the room, from the Bellevue Lions Club. And finally, Lion Tom Vitt, that's what he goes by from the Papillion Lions. Is that how I say it, Lion Tom? Uh, Lion, the Papillion Lions Club. Okay. So they're going to talk to us for a few minutes about their clubs and um, you know maybe about five, six, seven minutes apiece about their clubs with the projects that they work on and different things that they have any visually impaired members in their clubs. Uh, that kind of thing. And then hopefully we'll have a few minutes for a few questions. And then we're going to go into our business meeting right after that. So, Lion uh, Nancy, I'll have you start. Good afternoon. Um, one of the things I, I want to reach out and, and encourage you, if you haven't thought about joining the ACB Lions Club, is that how I became a lion is I my day job is I work with the Nebraska Commission for the Blind and Visually Impaired. And about 25 years ago, I went to do a presentation for the Bellevue Lions Club and left a lion. So one of the things is that, you know, I think there's such a great opportunity for us to grow as individuals, but most importantly, to serve our community. So so um, I am a member of the Westside Lions Club. We have between 35 and 40 members in our, our club. We're a pretty active group. Um, we presently have four um, visually impaired individuals in our club. Um, we had five, I think, last year. <clears throat> and um, everyone um, works on all of our different projects and fundraising. Um, 
projects and that some of our fundraising that we do is um, we t- we sell peaches, um, some of the best peaches in the world from Colorado. Um, we also um, have white cane days twice a year and um, where we take a long weekend and we're um, doing outreach at one of the grocery stores and that to promote um, the Lions Club and the different projects and to educate people in the community and they make donations as they come in. And then another project that I think all of us as Lions work on, no matter what the club is, it's Hops for Harmony. And we have uh, an organization in our community that is Project Harmony, which is to end child abuse in our community. And so um, we have this fundraiser and the funds go towards um, supporting um, Project Harmony. Some of our other projects is that we have a mobile screening unit where we do pretty extensive um, screening for school-age children for vision and hearing and diabetes. Um, and so that, that mobile screening unit goes around, um, goes around the state. Um, we have <clears throat> Brush Up Nebraska where we work with um, helping paint a house over the summer. We, like so many others, um, work with providing hearing aids and um, eye, eyeglass exams and glasses, but also collect used glasses um, for us to be able to refurbish and, and to give out. I have assisted with cataract surgeries. In November, there's a project. It's called Stand Down for the Homeless, in which we <clears throat> work alongside a number of other agencies healthcare providers, veterans, um, to screen veterans for um, vision, hearing, diabetes, and provide um, eyeglasses. Oftentimes, if they're on the street, those glasses get broken and they need to be replaced. And so um, we have a number of people through um, all different clubs that, that sign up to assist with that. And it's a, probably one of the most touching experiences to hear veterans as they come um, hearing their their stories about whether they're comparing their years of service and what what they experienced so I think you know it's an honor to be able to do that that project um, historically um, one of the things that I think that we worked on as lions is when audio description first came out to be able to have in the theaters we raised money to have that um, that is available at the AMC theater. And now that, you know, because of that, you know, it's in all of our theaters across Omaha. Um, And I am sure it's across Nebraska. I'm from Omaha here. So, um, but, you know, I think that that's a great opportunity for people who are blind and visually impaired or deaf to be able to have that equal access to enjoy their viewing of any movie. We, um, we also have, through the years, um, help fund the low vision house um, for low vision services, and then also um, funding for um, camp abilities. It's a was a one week program for blind and visually impaired youth to be able to um, experience about any kind of sports. You know, they have just this year decided that they aren't going to be able to continue to do that, but 
for close to 10 years. That was a really great program for, for students. And I, so many um, Lions give of their time throughout the year. I don't know. I don't care what club it is, whether what community it is um, to help people, whether they need a ride to a doctor's appointment um, for dialysis, um, to help with the Lions Eye Bank to transport organs. Um, what there's so many things that we could talk about, but I I want to just say it's an honor to be able to be a lion. So I'm going to pass this off to Janice. Hey, I'm Lion Janice Fulmer of the Bellevue Lions Club. I've been a lion for 43 years. Um, I'm kind of here in a dual capacity for my club and also for an organization called Metro for- Met- Lions Metro Forum. So I'll start first with the club. Um, when I first, we don't have currently have any visually impaired people other than the normal eyeglasses. But when I first joined, we had a blind woman who she and her husband were both members, but her husband was abusive to her seeing eye dog. He thought he should be the person who helped her. He didn't think that she needed the dog. So they were divorced and I started picking her up and taking her to meetings, but she has moved away from the area. I think she moved where her daughter was. Now we do a lot, purchase a lot of glasses for needy children and we do some for needy adults. We have a member who works for the school district who as a para health para and she knows if these kids if somebody's gaming the system or if the child really needs them and we have someone who sort of moderately screens adults who contact him who need them um when when several years ago a group of us went to the uh, health center in bellevue they had a bunch of glasses that had the prescriptions. We typed the prescriptions into a database for a group that was doing medical missionary work in South America so that they would know what the prescriptions were. It was with each specific pair of glasses. Um, Like most clubs, we collect used eyeglasses various places around town. And since diabetes is one of the major causes of preventable blindness, we have people who um, walk in a diabetes walkathon, which is a citywide thing. And then as to Metro Forum, this is representative, any representative who wants to come from any area Lions Club, it goes into Council Bluffs even, and, you know, any place in the area that it's they feel is reasonable. Um, the quote is, the purpose of the Metro Forum is to share ideas and resources and to sponsor mer- metro area events. Some things are bigger than any one club can handle, so we can coordinate things like that. We purchased some eye testing equipment for two low income, two health facilities that serve low income people around in the area and we also have were trained some of us were trained to read prescriptions on the glasses an eye doc local optometrist donated equipment to for us to read the prescriptions and we helped with fundraising for the multiple screening unit that nancy mentioned um there is a group called kids site which 
one of the former district governors has kind of spearheaded. And we purchased testing equipment cameras to look into the eyes to see what children, what different children need. Um, our, my club has not been able to get into the schools to do it. The uh, nurses don't want any part of it. We have a, our, our member who works for the schools has been trying, but lions go around with these cameras and take pictures of the eyes and they notify the parents of students who need further work. Um, most recently, we helped with the Hope Center, which is a newer uh, healthcare facility for low-income people. We acquired um, eye, eye testing equipment for them, and, it, it, and we have some member optometrists who are staffing it. And there's this low vision place, the Weigel Williamson Center. We did had several fundraisers that were uh, different groups of members from different Lions clubs participated in that. So, thank you, Lion Janice. Good afternoon, Lions. Let's try that again. Good afternoon, Lions. Don't we respond as lions? Grrr. All right. I'm Lion Tom, and the last name is Vittemvoss. That's why it gets shortened down to Lion Vit. Nobody could ever pronounce Vittemvoss. It's Czechoslovakian for we greet you or we say hello. So if you go out to the Czech festivals around the area, you'll see my name all over the place, but I'm not spending any money with it. So. Uh, this afternoon, I'm very pleased to be here and to spend a couple of minutes with you on things that the Papillion Area Lions Club is involved with in the local communities as well as beyond. Uh, we have about 130 members in our club. We were founded in 1976, about 45 years ago. I've been a lion. I'm past council chair, so I've been a lion for over 34 years, and I've, I've enjoyed every every minute of it. They always talk about things that what makes you a lion, and I have a couple that I'll share with you today as we go along, but I want to talk about what the club's doing. First of all, you've heard this, and I'll mention it again because across the board and the Bellevue Club and in the Westside Club, we're involved in the same kinds of activities, but site first, kid site, that's vision screening. Uh, we went and purchased some cameras. And, uh, as well as the ones that were purchased across the state through the foundation of our of our state, but we've purchased cameras in Papillion. We do over 6,000 students in our Papillion Vista school system each year. That's preschool. That's through kindergarten through third to fourth grade. We do seventh graders and we do 10th graders. And then if there's any issues there or any need for glasses or work beyond that, uh, we're there to support them with the monetary needs to take care of the families. The other thing we work with is the Weigel Williamson uh, Center for Visual Rehabilitation or the Low Vision Facility. And that we involved ourselves in purchasing the uh, opt optometric equipment that's specialized there for the low vision folks that have a need for that. And then as we've gone along over the years, uh, we've helped uh, transport people who've had a need not only for appointments, but then the uh, vision, the low vision center had uh, monthly uh, meetings where they get together and kind of like a triple A, you know, they 
compare notes and see how to do things better as a low vision person uh, experiences that that event. So we were providing transportation for the people coming in. Radio talking book, near and dear to my heart. I was a member of the board and served as the chair of the board for several years. Radio talking book in this area for me has been reading uh, text material for visually impaired students throughout the state of Nebraska. I've done probably 50 to 60 books. And it's fun because you get different kinds of topics, telephone poles, talking about telephone poles, a book on spirits and not not the ghosts and things, but uh, drinking spirits, all the beers, the ales, the wines, and trying to make sure you pronounce those correctly as you go throughout the world in those areas. Also with it, uh, about a year and a half ago, they came and talked to me. I'm a retired military person. So they want to know if I could provide a veterans hour. And so we're doing that twice a month where I read military periodicals to the listening audience that uh, want to listen to things that are going on within all the services, although I'm an Air Force and always will be Air Force. Uh, The next is Special Olympics, uh, Opening Eyes. How many here have heard of Opening Eyes with the Special Olympians? Well, we bring them in each, uh, each year at Creighton University. In May, when they're having the Special Olympics uh, events for the state, then we take the athletes when they come through, we give them complete eye screenings. And when they're finished with the eye screenings, then we provide glasses or sports goggles or sunglasses, whatever their needs are, to take care of that. Finally, uh, we have used, used eyeglass and hearing aids collections. We have over 20 boxes in Papillion. We put about three to 400 uh, glasses in the storage unit each year. And then twice a year, the Wisconsin Lions come and they, we empty the storage unit. Over 100,000 used eyeglasses are sent to the Wisconsin Lions where they process those glasses and mark them fit for duty when they have folks go out to the various countries like Central America, Africa, South America, wherever it might be, serving in that arena. One thing that we uh, kicked up with my local uh, school board or school uh, was a thing called storybook boxes. If you think about uh, folks in the arena that are visually impaired or, or blind, for that matter, for the young kids, when you read a book, a children's book, let's take, for example, uh, the Three Little Pigs, and you're reading the story about the Three Little Pigs, what we do with the storybooks box, we put in things like uh, bricks, uh, straw, sticks, So that as the story is read to the student who is visually impaired, they can get a tactile feel for what it is that we're talking about within within the book. We did uh, probably in the range of 20 of those books. And the Lions volunteered. They took a book, volunteered, and then filled the storybook box with those things that are mentioned in the story that that the young kids can get a handle on and feel from. Special support. the one story that gets to me is several years ago, we had a young, uh, had a, in fact, it was the, the person who was taking care of our house, had a, a neighbor whose daughter was three years old, had, uh, cat, had uh, tumors in her eyes. And uh, she needed special care from uh, the folks in Des Moines, Iowa. And so our club, uh, the, the family was having issues in, in supporting the ability to get over and back to Des Moines, Iowa. So our club took on that project and we were able to fund the family 
to get their, their daughter over and back, and she's doing really well at this point in time. We're asking about the number of lions in our club. We've had seven over the years. We've had seven lions that were visually impaired or blind. And in this case, uh, without naming too many names, but I want to talk about one gentleman. I don't know if anybody in here knows a gentleman by the name of Rick Agman. You know Rick Agman. Well, I got to tell you a little, a little quick story, if you don't mind. Okay, we'll talk about Rick. <laughs> well, I wish Rick was here, but Rick's not here. But a gentleman in our club uh, by the name of uh, Lion Ron Flock and Rick were going out I-80 West, and they were going to stop at Kearney for a Lions event. And Lion Ron is noted for his ability to talk and talk and talk. He's put me to sleep multiple times. But he's talking, and he's carrying on, and they're going west on I-80. And all of a sudden, they go past the exit for Kearney. And Ron is still talking and talking. And all of a sudden, Rick says to Ron, Rick says, I think you missed the turnoff, Ron. And Ron turned around and looked, and he says, whoop, yeah. They were 15 miles west of the Kearney exit. I tell you what, folks, uh, for a blind person, I don't know how Rick did that. It's a complete uh, enigma to me, but uh, it's, I think it's pretty funny that uh, Rick was able to tell him about it. Uh, the other folks that uh, we've had most recently, Rachel Carver, who was our uh, communications and public uh, relations uh, person for the years, and uh, she's moved her down to Plattsmouth. And other than that, the other folks have moved, but we've had uh, directors, we've had uh, leader dog uh, for the district, uh, chairperson and uh, had a lot of events in that arena. So, but uh, remember that uh, our charter as Lions came from a young lady by the name of Helen Keller. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be Knights of the Blind against the Crusade against Darkness. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. We're going to continue to do that for the next hundred years. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> um, President Ray, I know you've been busy with your. Uh, National American Council of Blind secretarial duties, and I have not had a chance to talk to you, but I have three patches here of our ACB lines that we put out several years ago, and I thought you might like to present uh, one of those to each of our guests today, and so Lion Marsh is bringing that up to you. I would love to do that. Um, I'll start with Lion Janice. Here's a nice patch for you. And Lion Nancy. And Lion Vit. <laughs> this is it's an it's a American Council of Blind Lions patch. Enjoy that. Um, we've got time for maybe about three questions. So um, I know that's uneven. So I'm gonna I'm gonna twist it around, Tori. I'm gonna start with the room first. Do we have in the past and fact back in uh, in uh, let's see nineteen. 19- 89, I was president of my Lions Club in Hazelwood, Missouri, which is a suburb of St. Louis. <clears throat> I now live in Minnesota, and any of the Lions Clubs that were any place close to me, I, I couldn't get to their meetings because of the times that they had them. Uh, you know, at 7.30 in the morning, I couldn't very well make when I had to be at work at 7 o'clock. <laughs> Um, so I'm, I'm curious if, if I can, what, what it would do, what I'd have to do to join 
the Alliance Club uh, for ACB because I am an ACB member. Okay. Well, um, if you're, you have been a lion, David, so you can, um, I don't know if you heard my announcement earlier, of, uh, you can contact Lion Adam Rushable, our treasurer, and uh, he can help get you signed up. Uh, okay. $15 a year for, for dues. So oh boy, uh, that's, that, that's really that's really cheap. <laughs> yeah, we're not a, we're not a, a lions club per se, okay? But we're a, okay. a group of lions of an ACB. Uh, that, uh, but but you've been a lion and you know what it's all about, yep. and you certainly love to have you. Yep. Yeah, I was uh, I was the president of our lions yeah. club in St. Okay. Louis. Yeah. Okay. Let, let me move on to another question then. Uh, thank you, David. Okay. Well, um, I would like to thank. Our three uh, guests for joining us today. Let's give them a round of applause. Lions, uh, Nancy, Janice, and Tom, thank you for coming and sharing a little bit um, about um, the club. Lion Nancy said to me that one of the things that uh, um, we didn't, oh, actually, I'm going to ask a question to the three of you, and that is, do, we, do any of your clubs have Leo clubs as part of your, your clubs? Yeah, this is Lion Vit. Uh, Papillion, the area Lions has four Leo's clubs, two in the middle schools, two high schools. We've had them for probably 10 years. And, and at one point in time, I know one of the high schools had over 130 Leo's in their club, but it varies year to year. But they all they help us with a couple of our fundraising events like our spaghetti dinner feed. They come and help there. But each of the each of the groups uh, have activities that they do throughout the year. One of them I know is kind of fun because it's called Kiss a Pig, and they they get the teachers and one of the teachers that'll end up kissing the pig, but they raise funds that way. So the Leos have a great time and they're good. I tell you what, they're great kids and they're fun to be with and be around. I'm sure Lion Carla, former retired teacher, will appreciate that one. Um, okay. Lion Janice or Nancy, do either of your clubs have Leo clubs? The West Side does have a club, Lion Nancy's telling me, and uh, um, uh, the Bellevue does not. So, uh, okay. Um, yes, Lion Carla. And Tori. I would like to know what the secret for getting members for that 134-member club is. Okay. I think we could all use the, yes, the we, tips. <laughs> we, certainly, we certainly could. Absolutely. Um, Vit? I'll tell you what, I don't have a great answer for you. But what we do do is with our new members, each new member that comes in, we challenge that member the night of their induction into the club. We challenge that new member to bring a guest with them within the first three months and we provide, um, we have a, a meal served, and that uh, meal costs, but we provide a guest coming in the first time. We provide the monies for that to take care of it. But uh, by having challenged the new member to bring a guest, sometimes uh, we've had that happen, and it kind of multiplies on itself. When I was the president of the club in 88, we had 75 members. We have been as high as 150 so you can kind of see how it fluctuates. Okay. Staying up there. That's great. Um, well, again, I'd like to thank you for uh, all three for joining us today for, for lunch. And um, 
we um, just before we go to the business meeting, in case we happen to lose some of our attendees, I would just say that this is not the only meeting that ACB Lions has. We have monthly conference calls. On the first Thursday of each month, they start at 8.30 Eastern time. They're on ACB's community list, um, and um, we uh, meet on Zoom, um, and uh, uh, we uh, spend uh, our time talking about ACB Lions business as well as uh, a lot of club sharing of club activities and things like that. So um, I'd like to welcome all of you to join those events and, uh, and hang out with us. And it's uh, it's a uh, it's a real good uh, real good time. Um, but again, thank you to our guests this afternoon, and um, we are.